Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a privilege, always a pleasure to come before you. Um, really, I got the best audience. I really do. In light of what we're going through, I've heard from so many people, supporting people, that say, Dave, we're going to miss what you do since you've been deplatformed on YouTube. And I said, God takes care of, of his uh, servants, and I consider myself to be God's servant. And he um, will provide, and he also will keep us together as he needs us to be together to do what needs to be done. And uh, that way I, I feel like uh, I don't have to lose sleep. I don't have to have stress. And uh, life will go on and um, I'll be just fine. But thank you for your well wishes. The one thing I'd say, though, is there's many ways you can follow us, even though we're not appearing on YouTube now. Um, we've started on Rumble. Okay, that's kind of a secondary site for us. We hope to build it up. We have an existing site that's established in our TV show, but it's been kind of a minor part of what we do. And um, we are, uh, well, we're in a situation where, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. We're going to expand operations. We typically would do a broadcast every other day. Um, and we uh, have had success with that model. But we're going to go to probably two per day during the week. It may be a weekend show as well, too. And um, you're saying, what is that? Well, it's commonsenseshow.tv. There's a small monthly fee, and it is very small. When you compare to the others, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's, wow, it's it's minuscule. But here's the deal. Um, I really I really want to push you there because we can put our uncensored content there in the form of videos on a platform that I absolutely control. And eventually we'll build up uh, Rumble, but it's going to take a long, 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 long time. We had some token presence there, but we never got it off the ground. And we will try, but we already have an established site, the TV. Additionally, we have a situation where we're, um, uh, well, let's put it this way. Um, our podcasts are kicking butt, and so is our radio shows. And you can find those at the bottom, the latest ones at the bottom of the Common Sense Show dot, uh, excuse me, excuse me com, And you can go there and uh, you can listen to our site there. I'm also going to put out on a newsletter specifically how you can follow us. And I'll, I'll put it up there and uh, 
hopefully you guys are going to be able to um, just say, hey, yeah, this is where way to go and no more YouTube and uh, we'll just we'll handle it this way. So I wish YouTube well. Uh, we had, um, gosh, how long were we on YouTube? I th- gosh, I think we were on there nine years total. Um, and seven years under our present banner. So uh, we had a good run, and we did well, and we think we educated a lot of people, and uh, we appreciate the service that YouTube provided for us. We hope they'd have a change of heart, uh, but life goes on, and we have to adjust. So anyway, that's my my statement, and I'll, I'll tell you too. Um, people said, David, surprise, you're just not bitter. No, I'm not bitter. I think some things should have been handled differently, but it's their site, and uh, I respect their right to run their site the way they want. Uh, the one thing I- I'll say is I have to be true to myself, and I have to speak truth to power, and this is what I've tried to do here. We have some really unsavory characters running our country and trying to run the planet, and uh, I will continue to speak against them. And it's political discourse. It's not bullying. It's not harassing. It's political discourse. And... uh it's interesting how we're getting interfered with because that Skype ring that you heard is uh, turned off right now. It's just like my phone that turns itself on when I'm on air. And some of you may have witnessed that happening live. But anyway, um, life goes on. So we're good. We're good to go. And uh, we're going to have a great show today. We have Sarah Westall with us. And I know you guys love Sarah. Well, you're going to have Sarah back. Dave, you had to have Sarah on for over a month. And I've heard the, okay, she's back. She's back. Sarah and I are good friends. Oh, you didn't have falling out with Sarah? No, no. Um, we have very similar worldviews. And I think the world of Sarah and our movement to recapture our country is better off with people like Sarah. But we're going to talk about Bill Gates mosquitoes. And it's much more serious than when I first reported it a year ago. Very serious. And you need to be very concerned and need to find out about it. Uh, the other thing we're going to talk about is uh, the Israeli uh, Hamas Gaza conflict situation. And uh, by the way, I support Israel. Doesn't mean I support Netanyahu. But biblically, I'm tied to Israel. Doesn't mean I'm tied to everything their government does. And Sarah and I both have some concerns about Netanyahu's behavior. And not that Hamas shouldn't be brought to justice. They should be brought to justice. But I think Israel needs to own up for a few things with regard to their prime minister. And I'm hearing, too, that over half the country wants him out. And over the half the country is seeing through what he has done. Uh, and uh, my heart still goes out to victims on all sides. Ultimately, we are all children of God. And I take no pleasure in seeing innocent people in particular killed on either side. But I will tell you this, Hamas deserves justice. But I think we need to, reasonable people need to ask themselves at what price. And Sarah and I are going to get into that issue in some detail. Hey, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. And I'll tell you, with financial instability the way it is and the increasing number of banks that have been red flagged as being in trouble, you really need to look at getting as many of your assets out of the bank and redistributed into different vehicles as possible. I've chosen precious metals primarily. Uh, retirement can come out right now, put it under your control, and gold will back it, and gold held its value for 6,000 years. They can do similar things with your bank account. I hope you don't have a 1929 moment where everything is seized, which they can do under the Dodd-Frank Act of 2010, where they can keep your money. Don't let them do it to you. Now, I have to tell you, all investments are inherently risky, and we all know that, and we're proud to give that warning. And in addition, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say this. 
I have been a customer of Noble Gold for five years. I've been an advertiser for six, and I'm completely satisfied with what they've done. It's a terrific organization, and you owe it to yourself to at least have the conversation. Now, you can get your feet wet slowly by allowing me to send you an information packet digitally. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com, and I'll send that out to you right away. And if you want to call them directly because you feel the urgency of the hour, a lot of people do, you can call them at 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. And here's Sarah Westall. You're going to really enjoy hearing her, even if her message is disturbing. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, we're going to have to work a lot harder to get that one mind at a time because uh, we're not appearing as many places as we were. But uh, we hope that you'll check us out on our podcast. And uh, those links are available on my website. And we're soon going to have a player for Spotify. We're kicking butt there. Oh, my gosh. Our numbers are off the chart. And uh, we have our TV show, the Common Sense Show TV, as many of you know. And uh, also, too, the website plays a lot of our podcasts and our radio broadcasts. And so um, we'll, we're going to put all that up on our website at thecommonsenseshow.com. So, yeah, we took a big hit um, with censorship. But, um, you know, I think you all know me well enough that uh, I don't think things lying down. And uh, we're, we're going to continue until the bitter end, win or lose. So we have with us Sarah Westall, and we have... A couple of really important topics to talk about here. We're going to talk about something I covered a little over a year ago, uh, and now it's coming to fruition, and it's serious. And it's uh, the deployment of weaponized mosquitoes, my term. Uh, I don't know if Sarah will choose to engage in that terminology, but that's how I've described it. And then we'll also take a look at what's going on with Israel and Palestine. Um, and Sarah's got some insights we want to share. So let's get right down to it. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Always good to see you. You look great as thanks, always. I, I love, <laughs> I love your background. Um, thank you. I was, you're the one that looks great today. You're the one in the suit. <laughs> you're usually the basketball coach in your jersey or whatever you have. And now you're in a suit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, okay. Well, uh, let's just say this. I, I wear many faces. So, you have to dress to fit the occasion. And I would dress up for you, although I don't feel I have to because I know you well enough. You don't. But yes. but but I am uh, doing a uh, presentation for uh, Pastor Begley today on his video conferencing. And so I wanted to put my best face forward, so to speak. So anyway, let's get down to the mosquitoes thing, okay? I'm glad I live in Arizona. We don't see a lot of mosquitoes, but but I'm still very concerned Um and uh, I believe they're weaponized. So I'll just turn it over to you and tell us what you know. Well, I just did a show and I just did a report. So people can go to sarahwestall.substack.com or sarahwestall.com, see my report and see my show. Uh, the what I what I did is I just recently interviewed um, an activist, Francis Miklum is her name, and then. Mm-hmm. Also, the former deputy minister of Indonesia, his name is Richard Klaproth, and he was, you know, a, a deputy minister in Indonesia is like a cabinet position in the United States. It's one of the highest positions mm-hmm. in the country, 
And he came out and because Indonesia is one of the countries that they're targeting and he is talking about this mosquito program. And what I learned is that there are, there's this mos- world mosquito program.org and there's 12 countries that are being targeted. I know that people talk about, uh, and I want to talk about this a little bit later about the United States having mosquito programs, both in Florida and Texas. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But as we know of for sure is there 12 countries they're publicly targeting and there's projects going on all over the place. The WHO and the Gates Foundation have uh, funded this or sponsored it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Richard said that I'm risking my life just coming out and talking about this. He, he said, but my father would be rolling in his grave if I didn't do something. And so that's why he's talking about it. And what people need to realize is if this WHO treaty goes through, these mosquito programs and other programs like it or other mad scientist type things that they're got, they are, they're working on, we won't have a say. They just go and do it. They, it's, we no longer, there's no say at the state, county or city level, state level, whatever it, you won't have a say if these, this treaty, that's how important this treaty is. That's why these kinds of programs need to be highlighted. So people understand now in Bali, Indonesia, they've been tracking it and they claim, they claim they're trying to clean up this dengue, um, disease. But what they're doing, the, the results, the proven results is that they're increasing other disease and creating other problems. And yeah. dengue is such a small percentage. It's like 0.009% death rate if you do get it, right? It's not that deadly. And there are other treatments that they could try first and they haven't exhausted them, you know, like chlorine dioxide, which has been proven by the Cocker, the Swiss Cocker Institute has done multiple trials shown that it's very effective with flu-like illnesses, including COVID and Ebola and other things. They aren't trying these things first. They're just cramming this mosquito program down our throats and this mosquito program is probably more than what they're saying it is, right? Publicly, they're saying they're trying to get rid of these diseases, but what they're going to do, they're going to insert bacteria or other vaccine-type material in our bodies. When they're saying they're inserting a bacteria, that's like what a vaccine is supposed to do. That's a vaccine, guys. They're just using different language to try to make it seem like it's better than it is. But it is what it is, and people need to wake up to it. There was a um, an activist in Florida. People, you know, we people are saying, "Hey, Sarah, this is going on in Florida and Texas and other places too." And they sent me some messages. And there was an activist in Florida in 2018 that had over 200,000 signatures trying to shut down the program in Florida. She went to Washington D.C. to bring this petition with 200,000 signatures on it to the EPA, and was found dead in her swimming pool in what? in the hotel swimming pool. Yeah, she was found dead in the hotel swimming pool in Washington D.C. Bringing these signatures to the EPA—that's a clear indication that there's something more behind this program. The other thing that's happened is ARPA H. Have you covered ARPA H yet? ARPA-H is the health organization that they created in the middle of COVID, 2021, I believe, maybe 2022. God, the years have just been blurring together because so much has gone on. Uh, but they didn't, I think it must have been 2022 when Fauci was under the gun and all this stuff was coming out. They created ARPA-H. Basically, they modeled it after DARPA 
mil- they're militarizing healthcare and they're putting it behind a black budget so that what happened exposing COVID can't happen on the next one. They can hide it all be ta- behind ARPA-H. And now it's a military program. And these these mosquitoes could very easily be operating under a program such as that. We won't know. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Oh, because now it's all black. This is how disturbing these organizations are and how we, we just can't. Transparency. Remember Obama ran on transparency? Now they're, the lack of transparency is jaw-dropping on what they're doing. So these, this mosquito program is very, very serious and they've already unleashed it on millions of people. And we don't know 
what they have planned for the next couple of years. When you say they've because released it, do, do we have any quantifiable evidence of what they're exposing people to? Well, they're claiming, if you go to the uh, World Mosquito uh, program.org. They have all the 12 countries. They have all the programs. They say how many people they are targeted in, in the mosquito release program. Like a country might have 4 million people targeted for the program and a certain amount of miles, you know, kilometers, uh, the diameter, you know, of the area that they're targeting. And then they claim that they're going after specific diseases like dengue is the one that they really like to focus on. Um, and they claim that they're putting an innocent uh, harmless, a harmless is exactly harmless bacteria is going to be injected into people with these mosquitoes, which will then, um, help the, uh, mosquitoes not spread the disease. This is so illegal. I don't, know, I don't, there's no informed consent. If they could say you, you can come get a vaccine, that's informed consent if you volunteer, but. The fact that they're exposing people without their permission to these mosquitoes to infect them. I, I don't know how many crimes there are. I'm sure it's a violation in the Nuremberg Codes. I'm sure it's a violation. Oh, for sure it's in Nuremberg. And, and I, when I used to teach um, research strategies to graduate students. The code, the under, full code. Yeah. When I, when, I taught, when I taught research strategies to graduate students for their dissertations, we used medical modeling. So I know the process really well. And what I can tell you is everything that you just said is not just unethical and we get people kicked out of a profession. It's also illegal. Uh, it could put them in jail. How does he get away with this? I don't, you know, I don't know. It's the, the same way they get away with everything they're doing now is it's through thug. They just do it. And then people try to fight it and then they do things like kill the people fighting it and shut, you know, blackmail the judges and everything else. Cause it's not legal. It, the Nuremberg code, I put the full code up in this article that I wrote so people can understand what really is in the Nuremberg code. The right of consent is number one. It's the first language of the code. Number one, people need to understand what they're being subjected with. Now, when they're talking about this mosquito program, they're not talking vaccine. They are staying as far away from the word vaccine as they possibly can. They're just saying they're, um, it, they have this innocent bacteria. But what people need to understand is that what is what a vaccine is. You inject people with a small amount of something that will keep them from getting ill, uh, supposedly. I mean, that's the propaganda behind it. That's the same thing they're doing. I mean, so instead of using the word, they just describe what they're doing, which is the same thing. Uh, now, they haven't, as far as this program, hasn't been open about it being an mRNA or anything like that. But the fact that they are trying to do it in Florida and Texas, and some people said they've already released the mosquitoes and they're not public about it, means that's where the red flags come up and tells me, okay, this might be an ARPA-H program. And if it's an ARPA, H stands for health, ARPA health. And if mm. this is one of those programs, they're going to be doing, I mean, we don't know. They're, they, these guys are mad scientists. That's, they're crazy. And who, who in their right mind thinks that this is okay? But these guys do. They don't care. I mean, I, well, they say it's for a purpose, a medical purpose. But if they're going to violate informed consent, the, there's no limit to what they'll do. So we don't know what's in it. I think we can say that. Well, 
Well, okay, they're violating informed consent, which is the number one cardinal rule not to break. But they're also releasing mosquitoes without the knowing what the other outcomes would be. I mean, what are the dangers? So they think that all these like different areas are releasing the mosquitoes, but they don't know what it's going to do to the local populations or the environment when you do this. And they've already shown in Bali, which is a good good illustration is how the unintended consequences and maybe in their case intended but the unintended consequences from a public perspective is it's increasing other disease so the more people are dying net net more death but they still are pushing it and claiming then they look and say okay well we've reversed dengue which dengue isn't much of anything anyways and and while other diseases are raising and they're just ignoring it it's crazy. And there's certain countries that now I've had people email me when this happened, talking about their local country, how there's this huge propaganda campaign, I think in, was it Thailand? I can't remember what country it was, where now there's huge propaganda campaigns saying that the dengue fever is going to be really bad this year. And they're, you know, trying to push it, how it's really going to be bad. To me, that's the beginning of a propaganda campaign so that they will soften the public to be accept this mosquito program you know can can i tell you my paranoid suspicion and then i'll tell you why go ahead i I think what they're doing initially would stand up to laboratory testing okay um but i think it's just the first wave that's right i think so And, and i'll tell you what i think is coming and then i'll tell you why i think it's coming I think Ebola is coming. And here's why I say that. The CDC owns the patent on Ebola because it's been weaponized. So they took it off a natural uh, disease pathogen. And because it's been weaponized, they could um, do a patent. They also have a cure. Um, the the uh, Cresel Laboratories uh, had a cure. They took it off the taken it off the Internet. But I have the original articles on this. Chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide cures Ebola, too, but keep going. They didn't talk about that part of it. They talked about their success and gave the success rates. Their um, population total they tested the vaccine on was relatively low, in my opinion. And I didn't think that they they had good replicability of the research results. But they claim that they have, and I this is all on my website at thecommonsenseshow.com, and it's from 2014, 2015. And um, I think they're going to bring in Ebola because not only uh, – and I'm going to give you something that's going to really make you kind of sit back and say, is Dave crazy? Uh, if Ebola's in your system and they own the rights to Ebola and they own the rights to the treatment of Ebola, and that's the CDC, um, do they own the person? Yeah, and I know I had Todd Callender on. He's the lawyer that was the first lawyer to so, sue the Department of Defense under, you know, f- under with COVID and the, all the mandates and things. And that's one of his fears is that they won't address it. And there are people trying to get it to the Supreme Court to address that issue that a human cannot be owned no matter what you do with any kind of crazy vaccine or other other BS that you have that you're trying to implement. You cannot own another human being and you can't redefine them as not being human anymore because you do some kind of mad scientist experiment and inject them with stuff. That is what they're trying to get to the Supreme Court and they can't. Nobody's 
They just haven't penetrated yet because it's just so absurd. I don't care what you inject in somebody, you they're still a human and you can't own them, period, end of story. And that's what they need to have concrete written in, in the law. You know, it almost makes you wonder if uh, the COVID vaccine, which uh, alters DNA, um, you wonder if that wasn't a beta test for this. Well, I think it was a program that didn't quite work as intended. I think they wanted more. I mean, you still get those 10% idiots that are running out getting every single one of their boosters. I think the program didn't succeed the way they wanted to. I think they wanted a much larger percentage of the population to go out there and get their shots. But the con- the concern is is the shedding because we know that they've been working on it for at least a decade to have a host vaccinated rabbit or something. It was a rabbit that the study that I'm specifically pointing to that where they were looking at rabbits and and vaccinating a host rabbit and the rabbit would vaccinate everybody else in its cage. It worked about, gosh, I knew the numbers off the top of my head, about 60, 70% of the people or the other rabbits were vaccinated due to that host rabbit. So the concern is, are, are they doing that? And is it enough of a, do they have enough hosts walking around to infect the rest of us with this crazy vaccine that they there's have. probably a shelf life with that process you know it's really interesting and people don't like to talk about predictive programming they think it's nonsense but in the six-year series the last ship um they had a virus that wiped out most of the planet they had the immunes and by the way ebola has a 10 percent immunity rate they had the immunes and they had this ship that had a doctor on it coincidentally and they were researching for a vaccine to cure the pathogen well, she developed it, but then she developed a way that you didn't have to give an injection. You had to inject a few, and then the few would become many through That's the, right. by breathing on people. All you had to do is breathe on somebody, and this was in the show. Um, that was an interesting concept, but that was the first I ever thought, could they really do that? Now, we're talking the, the years maybe like 2013, 2014 when this came out. And, but that's when they started working all those studies, yeah. 2013, 2014. So they got that information from real studies that they were legitly doing. And, you know, it's really interesting. We know the CIA controls Hollywood to a large extent. And for this um, TNT special, so it was just TV network. They brought in Michael Bay as the producer, one of the top Hollywood producers for a TV series, a, a six-year TV series. And that tells you the... uh the, the subject matter was pretty interesting. You know what also they had in there? The last season was they had um, uh, a Red Dawn invasion from South America coming up through the Darien Gap, just like we're seeing the immigrants come now. And then they the year before that, they had uh, a famine, uh, and people were starving to death across the planet. And then they had the vaccine issue with uh, this virus pathogen. I mean, talk about a show that's hit all the current issues uh, what was, was the name of the show? It's called The Last Ship. The Last Ship. Huh? Interesting. Con- conflict with China uh, in Vietnam uh, was in that show. I mean, all the things that we're concerned about now were in this show. And the producer was out of place. No, no disrespect to TNT, but they don't deserve a, a, a producer for a TV series of the stature of Michael Bay. And I, Well, they I, usually can't afford it. Right. Exactly. It's, they the, couldn't the afford it. The money's not there. So, so somebody, regardless, somebody yeah. was paying Michael Bay. You're getting to my point. 
And I think it was a CI operation. I think it was predictive programming. Yeah, very well could have been. It's really crazy what they actually do. The more you learn, we sound almost like we're crazy and nutty, but the more we learn, the more we're validated. I mean, it just keeps coming at us. The The Overton window has changed a lot, and we don't sound as crazy as we would have. If we would have said this 10 years ago, people would have thought we were absolutely nuts. But the Overton window has changed, and people are seeing it themselves that this is actually happening. I mean, we can't even, we're living in like some movie plot or something. It's crazy, but this is what happens when you have crazy people running things. When we elect people, not based on integrity and merit, but they're elected for the wrong reasons. And this is what we get. And I I talked to you earlier and you were saying just unelect, get everybody out. It's kind of on us because we allowed these real bad guys to get into all these positions of power. Now we have a big mess on our hands and we have to t- turn this around. But when you get criminals, there isn't thinking. It's not rational because these criminals are not rational and they don't care. No, they're not. But that's what we got. Okay. The time we have left, I want to go to topic number two to make sure we get it in. So I really appreciate you bringing forth the mosquito issue. We'll have to watch it. But uh, tell tell us what you've learned about uh, the Israeli conflict. Well, you know, I, I've been struggling because I've had some people locally in my inner circle who are pretty propagandized, right? And they are, and I would tell them, stop watching Fox News. <laughs> you are being <laughs> propagandized. And they, when it came to Israel, so many of these people that saw through the propaganda with COVID cannot see that they're also being propagandized with Israel and Palestine, right? Sure. And and it was very disturbing that it taught me something. I mean, COVID taught me a lot, but this is teaching me some stuff too. It's how you can get uh, a community or society to approve and and actually assist in genocide. And this is a perfect case study for that in what's happening with the Palestinians. It really is genocide. And it's a perfect case study because the the reasons, you know, the reasons that I've gotten pushed back, well, the Palestinians want to kill everybody. They hate the Jews. Okay, so that's probably true. So is that the, does that warrant genocide? Is it okay to genocide them because they hate the Jews? Well, no, that's it. But they hate the Jews. They want to kill all the Jews. Okay, well, again, does that warrant genocide? Well, no. I mean, you've got to push back like that. And then I said, well, I've seen over 50 videos of Jewish people hating the Palestinians, too, where they want to clear out all of Gaza and take it over and they want everyone dead and they're they say they want to protect the innocent palestinians but then in the next breath they say but there's no innocent but nobody's innocent nobody in gaza is innocent including the children which is crazy they say the children are not innocent either because they're being trained to hate the, the jewish people so they need to be taken out that's, too because that's they're not terrible innocent. what about the two-year-old it's terrible. It's terrible. you know what about the babies i mean it's it's and 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 then they kind of glaze over. I'm telling you, I've had conversations in my own personal life. And then I've been told, 
I say, okay, well, the videos are, um, the videos of coming from the Israelis are the same. They hate all the Palestinians. So, and they want to totally raise it and get rid of Gaza completely. And because, well, what happened is this one person said to me, this is what triggered me to write this article. And I got to tell you the article once I, I tell you this story. This person I was talking to, I finally got them turned around a little bit. And they said, yeah, but the Palestinians want to kill the Jewish people, but the Jewish people just want to be left alone. That was what Fox News has been telling people. Jewish people are caring. Well, for I, I agree. I agree. The people want to be left, left alone, alone, but not the government. The people do. But then I come back and I say, well, but the videos are the same as what the Palestinians have. I see just as many bad videos saying they want to destroy all the Palestinians as I see from the other direction of the Palestinians. I've seen it on both sides, right? So it's just not true. And so this is what war propaganda is, is that you, you villainize one side, you turn them into subhuman, and then you make it okay in the minds of your supporters to commit genocide. And that's what's happening. So I sent out this, this letter to my supporters. I've had, I haven't had anything that's had more responses, more comments, more just people getting involved. It was, I really touched a nerve. And within, within an hour or two of posting that Substack, I had over a hundred comments of people just gushing with their own things. Right. And wow. I said the, the title of it was, am I, Am I an anti-Semitic, an anti-Semite for being against genocide in Gaza? That was the title of my thing. Because I'm being accused of being anti-Semitic because I just don't want that killing. And to me, that's ridiculous, right? That is part of the propaganda. You're going to call me names because I don't want you to, and I just don't want any killing. I don't care. Just stop. It doesn't mean yeah. I approve of Hamas and all that stuff. So this is why I put it on. It, it also... The whole false flag thing, interesting. There's a whole group of people that do not understand what false flags are and what that, how that undermines the entire operation coming out of Israel. This Hamas false flag, the fact that they, you have Netanyahu bragging years ago about creating Hamas. You have, um, evidence of Israel funding and the United States funding Hamas. And then you have evidence of Israeli forces stepping down on October 7th. You have evidence of them um, not, I mean, th- their defense system is so powerful. They could see a bird a mile away, but they can't see these guys. There's so much bad evidence going on with this false flag. That invalidates this whole thing in the first place. But even if you don't consider that, it's still bad, right? You're just flattening out Gaza. We've never seen anything like this before. But the results, the responses is where the interesting part of this is. I was worried because of my base. My base is like your base. We tend to be a little bit more conservative, right? I have people who are in the middle. I even have people who are on the left, who's abandoned the left, who's, who just feel they want common sense. I try not to actually be too hardcore political one way or the other. But in this day and age, if you are just against all this madness, you're like this far right person, which I never was. I was always kind of in the middle, but fine. I'm on the far right. So I was thinking that the majority of the people being, you know, the way Fox News is, the politicians are and everything. I thought the majority of people following me would be for Israel and think I was an anti-Semite, you know, with everything. I, 
Mm-hmm. That was the 180 degree opposite. The majority of the people that responded were in agreement with me. And I also had Israeli or Jewish journalists reach out to me saying the same thing. And they're saying that 65, what is it? 60% of the people in Israel want to get rid of Netanyahu yeah, immediately. Yeah. And another 15% want to do it after this war is over. They, he said, essentially they agree with you, Sarah. The majority of the Israelis agree with you. Yeah, it's the American Jews. It's the American press that are pushing all this, not the Israelis because the Israelis are seeing through this. They're pissed because of the false flag situation. They saw through that and are pissed. And. Uh, and, and the majority of them, even though you get all those videos of the extremists who are Jewish, who want to kill all the Palestinians, the majority of them do not want to kill all the Palestinians. Um, from what I have, my research has showed. Sure, there's a, a decent, per- maybe there's 25% that do. I don't know, but the people in this country, the Jewish people in this country, are more apt to want to destroy them than they are in Israel. That's what I learned. And I also learned that there is from the, at least from the people that I think is a pretty good representation of, of the mid right is people listen to me. And I would say there's a huge gulf, huge difference in what the people believe and what the politicians and, um, what the pundits in mass media believe what they're pumping out is not working. And the majority of the people do not buy it. And that I think is a big story. And that I learned through that article. Sure. There were some people that told me I was an idiot and gullible and stupid. And I posted that in some of the responses so people can see, but the majority of the people just don't want to be part of this crap. Stop, figure out how to negotiate, figure out how to be grown ups, and stop killing each other. I mean, for God's sake. And that's the yeah. majority of the people. I have a couple of thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, uh, there's a huge oil and natural gas supply uh, that's right. in Palestine. And I think there's that plays into this to a large extent. Um, the attack, my perception is the attack from Hamas was real, but I doubt that it went unnoticed by Israel in its planning stages. And I believe they made the decision to stand down for several hours to maximize the damage to get world opinion, to get world opinion on their side so they could basically clean out Gaza. And I think that's their motivation. And And the attack would have happened anyway. The attack would have happened anyway. I don't look at it as a false flag attack in terms of, um, the Israelis were, were if you allow it to happen, okay, you allow it to happen, you could have easily the people on the ground, the people on the ground were killed by Hamas. That's that's my point. And the hostages. They, they were, although there's an uh, evidence coming out now too that there was this. What was the name of the operation? There's an operation. Uh, there's a colonel in the Israel uh, Air Force or military that came out and said, "Yeah, this was this operation. I forgot the name of it, where they killed the hostages on purpose because they mm-hmm. don't want Israeli hostages to be taken." And so they think that a, that a lot of the people, like all the singed cars and stuff at that event was part of, he said that outright. He said, this was this operation. And that's why the Israeli soldiers killed a lot of their owner, a lot of the Israelis themselves. That, that, that guy's a colonel in the military saying, talking about this operation and well, how it yeah, was a massive. I, I saw a tweet that got deleted. I think it got deleted. 
It was from a former Israeli sergeant, and she was in charge of security for a section. No, of this the was a guy. No, I'm talking about well, another person. And she okay. said, she said they would awaken me on my duty post at night for birds flying over. That's and right. She said that's how sensitive the equipment is. She goes, "There's no way that 200 people in tractors crossed the border, and we didn't know, and we couldn't respond quickly." That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's they, they right. Brag, so that's what brag. I mean by false flag. Sarah, they brag they have a three-minute response time in Israel to any attack. That's right. That's right. So people, that's why Israelis are pissed. And and they should be. I mean, these are in it. See, my thing is innocent people. That's just as bad, right? Well, it's, it's just as any one person being killed is just as bad as any other person being killed. But now they're slaughtering tens of thousands of people. I mean, it's incredible what they're doing now. But in my report, I also talk about this leaked document that went to WikiLeaks that was then published on in, a, in an Israeli newspaper. And it talks about what their plan is to relocate the people to the um, Sinai Peninsula and and clear out Gaza. And they talk about using large advertising agency to convince people that this is the right thing to do. And they they just they talk about how to get this done and they talk about three scenarios and the first you know the first one wasn't that great second one wasn't that great and the third one was the one they really wanted to do because you could tell it was really propped up as this is the least cons this is what we want to do and it's essentially clearing out gaza moving them out of there and then (laughs) inhabiting doing what they need to they talk about the next step about inhabiting but they talked about clearing them out of there and moving them to um, the Sinai Peninsula. But in my write-up, I talk about that. And I, I actually uh, translated it because it was all in Israeli. So I trans- it's like a 12-page document that I translated that's up there. So people can go to sarahwestall.substack.com and see that document. And WikiLeaks has verified that it's legit. And plus, the Israeli newspaper, one of the top newspapers, and I have a link to it, um, also published it. So it's a legit, it's a legit document. But if they, if that ends up happening, where they move them to the Sinai or just get them all out of there and then they do the port that they've been talking about doing or the, 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 um, what do you call it? The strait, the open area and then all the oil. Cause you know about the port that they want to do, right? They want to do, um, a channel, the channel uh, that up they want to do. Up to the, uh, gosh, the Red Sea, I believe. Yeah. So they want to do a channel through that area and they want to develop the oil. So if that happens and then all the Gazan citizens are cleared out of there, you know that this was an operation that was much larger than just Hamas attacking. And, and you know, th- this was an operation that was planned for bigger purposes. I think it's no ugly. Question. It's disgusting. I, I'll, tell you, I'll I, tell you the I, parallel. You know the parallel? It's Nancy Pelosi refusing Donald Trump's offer of National Guard on January 6th. It's the, that's the parallel. Nancy Pelosi wanted that to happen. They provoked it to happen. Yes, and, right. and I believe, I don't know if Netanyahu provoked it. I believe there was probably an actual plan, but they didn't do anything to stop it because they go, how can we use this? Well, and Hamas was put in a position power in 2006, right? And only about half the is the people in Palestine voted for him at that time. 
And now only people have been analyzing it. Only 6% of the people who are even alive in Palestine could have voted for Hamas back in 2006. Most of them, because women can't vote, which I see, I don't agree with the Muslim culture. People know me. I mean, that's like awful, but that doesn't mean I think they should be killed. And then um, the most of them are children. The more than 50% of the people in Palestine are children. They didn't vote for Hamas to come in. Plus, there was a survey that was done that showed the majority of the Palestinians didn't even approve of Hamas. I know. So now they're going to kill all Palestinians because of Hamas when the surveys showed that they didn't agree to it or they don't, most people don't agree with it. And the majority of the people are kids and could never have voted them in in the first place. But yet that's the reason we're killing everybody. I mean, it does, it it makes no sense. I'll ask you a rhetorical question. How many wars have we fought in the name of oil? So that's my answer. That's right. It's, it's, it's for resources, right? We know they want the resources Uh, and on top, they just don't want them there. They, they, and part of me says it would be better just to move them to the Sinai area anyways and not live in that. Because it is really a bad area. It's really, they say it's an open air concentration camp. It's really bad in Palestine. I mean, the water, the the sewage, everything else. So moving, just moving them out might ultimately maybe be better for individuals, but it's a war crime. I mean, to, to, you know, move all these people out on purpose is a war crime. Now they, you know, how they bomb the hospital. Yeah, I mean, I've been following some of the stuff that hospital. They knew there was underground quarters under there. Now they're saying that, oh, I guess we were wrong, that their main headquarters weren't under that hospital, but it's in the southern Gaza now. So now they're starting to bomb southern Gaza because they told people to move out of the northern because that's where they're going to bomb the crap out of. They moved them into the south. So I think it's just a progression. We got to get them out of the north, move them to the south. Then let's get them out of the south and move them over to the, you know, Egypt. And then we have it all cleared out. So we'll start bombing the crap out of them in the north and then move down. It's what they're doing. Yeah, the people in Gaza might want to read about the history of American Indians. Yeah, that's what it's, it is. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. But I, I think the false flag doesn't come in that Hamas wanted to do the damage and planned it. It's that Israel knew, let it happen, and then took advantage of it by making it worse than it had to be. They could have stopped that invasion on in its tracks. That's absolutely they could have. And that's why the Israelis are pissed. And they should be. Because people that they care about died. I mean, I have people who I've worked with in the past who are Israelis who know people who are at that festival who died. So it's, um, and they're, you know, they're beside themselves, but people are slowly realizing what the hell is going on here. And when this is all said and done and Gaza is completely cleared out, people should know. I mean, the sad part is, is what do you do after the fact? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There really isn't a lot. There's, there's, there's going to be massive resettlement. Let's be honest. There's going to be massive. Well, that, that's what is. That is what's happening. I mean, all of these the people in Gaza are going to be resettled. They're gonna. There's these kids. They they have this song that they put out. The Israeli propaganda. How they're gonna wipe out. Uh, it was this choir of children, and they put out this video. How they're gonna wipe out all of Gaza, and then a year later we can go in and reclaim our homeland. I doubt the mass media is sharing that. How much do you think this is going to play a role in the terrorism that's going to happen in America? Uh, well, I, I think we're hated. 
I, I mean, I, they see us as the big Satan. They see Israel as a little Satan and us as a big Satan because we're supporting this. I mean, we, we immediately sent them billions of dollars to do this when they could have kept it from happening in the first place. I mean, I, I, that's why I say it's a false flag. I mean, none of this had to happen because they could have stopped it. I mean, that's have, what have the thought, whole point was. Have you thought about America's motivation? Because I have. I think they want to start. I, okay, I think it's a bigger, it's a zoom way out. And I think that they want global conflict for the point of resetting the currency and controlling the chaos around that. I think it's all about money and who's going to control the resources long term. It's the reconfiguring of the geopolitical chessboard and they need war to do it. Because every single time in the last 150 years that there's been a major currency change or something monetarily that that has changed, there's been war. So I think it's for that. I I think that's a your your long-term analysis is right on the money. I agree with it. But I think there's a short-term goal there, too. Biden isn't going to let oil production resume in America, but we need oil for a while longer so they can get their pieces into play. And with the with Saudi Arabia looking like they're going to go with the BRICS, we might lose oil and they might lose control of this country if people can't drive to work and so forth. So let's let Israel get into Gaza, get control of the oil and natural gas, and we'll use them for a while until we're ready to go. Smart cities, uh, no CO2. You, you get the idea. I think that was the yep, short-term yep. goal for our involvement with Israel to make them our oil source. I think you're right. I think there's always multiple agendas and then there's strategies to get to where they're wanting to get to, right? Yeah. And the people are, nobody gives a crap about the people. I mean, it's, this is not, they're just in the way. The Gazans were just in the way. <laughs> the Palestinians, just let's clear them out. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. I, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a hard action to really conceal because the elements of the conspiracy are already public. And I think more and more people are going to begin to connect the dots. I mean, first of all, just American surveillance, satellites in space. We couldn't see it coming. And we're on the Gaza, you think, would be watched constantly by our surveillance satellites. OK, it so is. so Biden's alerted. He gets on the phone. He calls Netanyahu. Hey, you better scramble your jets right now. Um, here's what's going on. We'll give you a real-time briefing. But the Israelis have the same intelligence, and they share intelligence with sharing satellites. So they both had it, and it's just one big conspiracy. And I get so sick of, oh, you're just being a conspiracy theorist. No, we know a little about how the world works. And when you don't employ your security measures, you're taking full advantage of the situation. I mean, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's because we have turds running governments you know, I, I'm going to have to do a show with you on this. I've done an analysis of the childhoods and the psychopathology of people like Bill Gates, Larry Fink, all these globalists and some of these politicians do. And, and they're all a bunch of little wimpy weenie, 98 pound weaklings that were picked on as kids and they develop psychopathologies and those pathologies play out today. And I've developed that in detail. I think it's one of the things that pissed off about me because i actually published well 
That's probably, it did probably piss them off because you pissed off the wrong person. But I think that on top of that, those people are also in really abusive satanic environments that a lot of them are. And so their personalities are split. You know, they're, they're really messed up people. I mean, I, well, their underlying trait, the, the predominant trait they have is antisocial personality disorder, which is the combination of sociopath and psychopath. Uh, but originally they were paranoid because they were picked on as kids and they learned that money gets you power, power gets you protection, and no one can hurt me again. And they carry this to the extreme. There's nothing wrong with security that comes with money, but they go to an extreme and that's why they want to hurt us into smart cities where they can control everything we do. So we can't be a threat to their agenda. And they operate out of a paradigm of paranoia, narcissism, and it culminates, and they don't care how many billions they kill, it culminates in antisocial personality disorder. I, yeah. Well, and that's the clinical definition for how they, their childhood, right? It wouldn't that even be probably reflective of, even if they had an abusive environment with their parents as well, they could develop that. that to uh, neglect, low peer acceptance, and being bullied. These are the three predominant traits that most of them have. So neglect. Yeah. So whether, well, that, that is kind of a catalyst. Neglect of love. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, but also too, the world's unsafe because these kids d- didn't learn how to socialize in their family unit, you know, because of the neglect. And so they're out there interacting in improper ways and they get picked on. And, and, uh, because, most of them are fairly intelligent. They, they learned the coping mechanism is to get money, get power. And now I can control everybody. And with guys like Bill Gates, it's gone to the nth degree. Um, Bill Gates well, is his father, absolute. He is an absolute monster. He's an absolute monster. And his father was the head of Planned Parenthood. And they're just known eugenicists. I mean, depopulation people. That's true. It's, they're bad news yeah well sarah we're just about out of time so i wanted to uh give people an opportunity to follow your good work i appreciate you coming on and got two big topics in in one show that's good um so how can people follow you yeah you can go to sarahwestall.com you can sign up for all of my platforms there you can also go to sarahwestall.substack.com just you know sign up for my newsletter that's the best way and then you can then learn about everything that's going on and keep informed. Of course, I'm trying to expand and get on different platforms. Me too. I, you know, my YouTube, I'm on my third. I'm surprised you even had your same YouTube channel. I'm on my third channel. It has two strikes and a warning. So I'm kind of cooling off. How'd you get back on? They, they told me I could never come back on again. Well, they told me that too, but then I created a new identity twice and got back on and now I'm back on and it's, it's going to be cut. I, I don't, we can't rely on YouTube. I mean, YouTube is the globalist. I mean, they're partnered with the World Health Organization for crying out loud. And they are censoring treatments for people who are dealing with negative side effects from the COVID jab. Some, I mean, they got a lot of blood on their hands. And when this lack all comes empathy, down, lack of empathy, you know, like I, I'm like I said, this, this is the psycho, wrong. this is the psychopathology that I've explored. Uh, and I'd say this too. Remember that old song, YMCA? Okay, well, when it comes to social media, it's CIA. I mean, this is what we've got going on, and that's who we're battling. And um, I'm pretty sure someone got tapped on the shoulder about me because they didn't take me through the three-strike process, didn't demonetize me. They just said, goodbye. 
goodbye. Anyway, that's right. And then, Sarah, and they know it's really hard to fight in court because they have all the courts shored up. So, well, you found that out too with the Ninth Circuit. It's yeah. a very corrupt court. Yes. Yeah, it is. Well, Sarah, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you coming on, and look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much, Dave. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.